It's Tuesday, September 29th, and you're listening to a brand new episode of The Julian Dion Show. Today we talk Lockdown Version 2.0, Borat 2, Billionaire Mark Cuban to the rescue, The Daily Dose with me, Jen Grant, your comments, and a whole lot more, and we start off the show with Mike Plume. home. 
Fort Mac, Kelly's Beach, and Cushbaquack, and down in the shoe swap too. Well, I've seen midnight feel like high noon from the dome down to Saskatoon. Well, there's Confederation Bridge and Butternut Ridge, there's Sudbury and the Sioux. Well, I've lived in the Lakeland and I've been to the Badlands, head smashed in Buffalo Jump too. And I've been snowed in for days on the Trans Canada Highway. Show, yo, yo, bro, man, <laughs> dude, Broseph, Broseph. Welcome to the Julian Dion Show. We are live on a Tuesday morning. That's oh, right. Oh, snap attack. Two, three, waste of. Here we go. Uh, live Tuesday morning, September 29th, broadcasting to you live from Lemon Press Studios in the beautiful Gatineau Hills. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, and hey. Jen Grant is with us, comedian extraordinaire and life partner. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. I am life partner. I know that was weird. That was. Oh, well. We are um, live on YouTube on the Julian Dion Show channel. Julian Dion Show with Jen Grant. Also on Facebook, facebook.com slash the Julian Dion Show. Then available on demand wherever you get your podcasts. Google, Apple, Spotify, whatever. Yes, we're there. Stitcher, tune in. Good old Stitcher. Yeah, it never lets you down. Yeah. It really, yeah. it really, really. It's a very really, rainy, really. cozy, warm Tuesday morning. Today I go to court. Sigura. <laughs> I went to court. I went to court yesterday to fight those tickets we talked about. Yeah. And wrong day. Oh man. No. I was noticing everybody going like getting called to meet the prosecutor to prosecutor to maybe deal get a better deal. Yeah. And I wasn't getting called, so I'm like, it's eleven. What the hell? Uh, it turns out it's the 29th, which is today, so I'm re-nervous re- all over again. I was there, ready you, for it. Do you feel a little bit 
better today? Well, I just, it's the worst that's going to happen is I have to pay these tickets. I don't know why I'm so nervous. Who cares? Yeah. You know? It's not yeah. like they're going to whip me. Yeah. They're going to banish me to a whipping in the town center. Oh whip. my God. Can you please stop da- saying whip? Whipping? Oof. That's how I'm approaching it, as if that is a possibility of a public whipping. <laughs> uh, that When people pronounce whipping, it drives me crazy. Mm. The WH. Whip. There was always a teacher who did that in school. Cool whip. They would be like, what? What? Where? But why? <laughs> but why, God? But why? What does What is it in Family Guy? Cool whip. Cool whip. <laughs> why? <laughs> Why? Anyway, uh, if you are watching live, please uh, give us a share. Why don't you let us know in the comments what you're up to? We uh, will get to those in chit chat. Hi, <laughs> good morning. It's chit chat. <laughs> Welcome to Chit Chat Tuesday. Chit chat live with Jen and Jules. <laughs> oh my God! Whoa! Oh, lock me down for the second time. <laughs> this is uh, that sounded forced. That laugh. Well, it wasn't. <laughs> I could really see it spelled out like. <laughs> well, it was real. Anyway, we're on the bur- uh, We're not on the brink. We're well, pretty much. So Quebec, we're broadcasting, of course, from the Gatineau Hills in Quebec. And hey, yesterday, hey. hey, 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 there was an update last night. Hey, 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 <laughs> at five thirty from Quebec in Montreal, Montreal region, Quebec City region, and then the. Uh, I always forget the third one. It's like. Something Appalachian. Hmm. It's like south of uh, Quebec City region. Um, Haven't upgraded to yet, uh, red. We're we're orange, and I mean it would uh, in the Gatineau's here. It would be weird if we didn't go to red. I mean it would be obviously mm-hmm. ideal, but that would be surprising if everything is like on the. It looks, you know. So anyway, yesterday they announced um, new. Intense restrictions. Basically, lockdown version 2.0. The uh, uh, all as of Thursday. Well, this is what I found funny. As of Thursday, as if the virus is waiting. Like, mm-hmm. let's round it up. Let's make it nice and neat. Go mm-hmm. October first. I understand they're giving people heads up, but it's a devastating blow to. Uh, so again, in Montreal, Quebec City, and the the the, 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 the can you find out what that third region is? Sure. How do I find out? I don't know. Uh, Quebec Red Zones? Red Zones? <clears throat> yeah, sure. And uh, so as of Thursday, all restaurants, bars, casinos, theaters, uh, showrooms are closed for 28 days. They're imposing a 28-day lockdown again. No more... Um, you're also not allowed to... to uh, have home address or home visits no home visits so if you have to stay home the only people that are allowed in your house are the people that ha- claim your house as an address like on on a official document hmm. so you can't have anybody at your house Chaudier uh, Appalache yeah that's what it is Chaudier Appalache Laurentide it's not oh that's that orange no 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 yeah it's a whole other that's <clears throat> whole other area but um No no, I know. I was just I thought that was a red zone, but it's orange. Wait, is it? No, it's orange. Only yeah. three red zones. Montreal area. <coughs> so it's fuck it's crazy. Mm-hmm. What are we gonna do? 
So know. I think my show, I mean, I haven't had received uh, official word, but the Just for Laughs Gala at San Denis Theater is obviously not happening on Saturday because mm. theaters are closed. I actually wonder if my Winnipeg festival is going to happen. I know Winnipeg... Manitoba is doing really well. They are, but they've got growing cases. Yeah, but still like 50 or 60 a day <clears throat> province-wide, excuse me. No? Yeah, well, I don't know. We'll see. So yeah, it's um, it's fully happening. And then as far as the uh, 28th goes, October 28th, um, Premier Legault said that that's that's a loose date. They're starting off with minimum 28 days. Mm-hmm. But that can change. They don't know what's what. And uh, it's, cr- it's, it's actually a little more intense than the first lockdown because the first one started 14 days. It was all 14 days to flatten the curve. And uh, now they're starting us with 20. Well, I mean, us technically here, we're orange. So we won't, we're not facing these intense restrictions. Meanwhile, um, hair salons and businesses and gyms remain open. Mm-hmm. And uh, the goal is to keep the schools open. That's their number one thing. So anyway, it's mm-hmm. all crazy. Well, they say that the looking, analyzing where it came from, it's it's all like little gatherings. Yeah, private gatherings. So it's why shut down schools. the restaurants? Yeah, yeah, but why shut down the restaurants and the casino, like everything? Well, because that's where a lot of them have come from. It's I not it was just small gathering, like private gatherings. Not mainly. private. Also, like remember, it kind of started with that. Remember that karaoke. Well, in Ontario, Bar? I know they're saying it's not coming from the restaurants and, and anything. So, I, did they close? I don't think they closed anything in Ontario yet, but they're um, really thinking of... Uh, during the first wave, usually Montreal was would come out with restrictions first, and then within a week, Ottawa would uh, follow suit. We'll see whatever the hell happens, but I actually can't believe we're legitimately going for... We're in a lockdown. I know. I mean, while well, the red zones are actually officially in a real lockdown as of thursday but we're i mean we're right behind it would be a weird it would be a surprising trend if they got to re- we just it got better here because uh the gatnos and ottawa are cranking out numbers i'm just sick of this shit i can't believe Me it too. i actually can't believe we're actually talking about this i know and that it's actually uh a second wave <laughs> oh my god i know Anyway, so I feel bad because all of the restaurants restaurants were also among the people that were following the restrictions like uh, strictly. And then they're the first ones to shut down again. They can still do takeout, just like dining rooms and whatever. Are you with me? I yeah, feel I'm, like, uh, no, I'm listening. Oh. I'm listening. I'm waiting. I'm waiting to... Are you with me? I don't know. I feel I'm like talking, talking, talking. And I'm like getting nothing. I'm well, like, because oh, I'm, I'm trying not to interrupt. No. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's But sometimes... It's weird. If you interrupt, I'm like, you're interrupting. But if you don't say anything, I'm like, oh, is this really boring? Is that why you're like, <laughs> not even you're checked out? I mean, I know it's boring and it's not even entertaining. Even you're checked out. It's not entertaining by any stretch, but it's just what's happening and mm-hmm. it's insane that I we're know. actually in a second lockdown. I know. We're on the verge. Yeah, it's uh, and it's really weird because for me... Um, like, uh, you know, I was slightly distracted, only slightly, because that was something in my daily dose I was going to talk about. But it's, here's the thing, like, doing the, da- trying to find stuff for the daily dose that's not, like, overly depressing. 
and isn't repetitive is actually quite challenging these days because of the COVID situation. Yeah. It's pretty much... Oh, it's all super depressing. And it's all the same stuff. Like, what I I realized is there, you know, there's this uh, story that's saying, like, let's analyze what happened in Quebec. And then you look into it and it's all the same shit that everybody was talking about from the beginning is socially distance, wear your mask, wash your hands. And then people, I saw a doctor um, specialist in infectious diseases saying that, why is this happening in Quebec? Oh, it's because no one's staying far away from each other. They're not wanting to wear a mask and they're not washing their hands. It's like, just do that. Just do that. And, and the other issue is that with the different levels of restrictions, very few people will pay attention. Well, not very few, but many people will not pay attention to the actual rules and it's hard to keep track of all the different changes. So everybody's got different information. You know, it's like how many people, six people like is it six or is it 10 or is it, is it, you know, so then people are like, well, I'm not sure, but I think this is okay. Hi, I haven't seen you in a long time. Hug, you know, kiss, kiss, make out French, 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 French. No, but like, that's the thing too, is that I think a full lockdown is actually the most effective because everybody just knows there's no question. No one, like everybody's on high alert, Mm -hmm. which we need right now. But if you start loosening it, like, well, you're allowed six and it can be inside, but you have to do this. And then, you know, people don't know. It's confusing though, because obviously there's more, even just as far as the data goes, because obviously there's going to be more cases because there's a lot more testing happening than there was in April. Mm-hmm. So that's going to show up more, but hospitalizations and deaths are way down, like way, way down. So yeah. I'm wondering, like, did were there just as many infected people during the first wave? We just didn't know because I wonder because they weren't being tested. Because if you look at the curve for hospitalizations, we're way flat, like way down, almost none. So I don't know what the big, I don't know. Maybe they're anticipating it to, question to be. <laughs> yeah, but they're saying hospitals are full and stuff, but they're not. No, I think what they're they're trying to prevent what happened last time, where they're scared that they won't be able to take care of everybody that needs the care. Yeah. Um, I have a very important pressing question. Yeah, are you six feet away from my headshot? That doesn't seem safe. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> How close are you? Um, uh, probably about. Uh, 20 inches. I'm worried for my 20 year old self. Yeah. Well, she can fight it off. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, so lockdown version 2.0. This is what we're going to do. Yeah. To me, it seems uh, like the home visits one seems intense. Like no home visits. Absolutely not. You can have one person that doesn't live at your address in the red zone. In in the red zones for, for well, let's face it, we're all going towards red. I mean, we're orange. Mm-hmm. Um, so well, we have a trip plan coming up, so I hope that doesn't affect things. I know. It may. What if there's a sleeping pill? Okay, here's a question. If you could, okay, so you have to live the next the winter on lockdown inside with me, <laughs> and everything that comes with that. Think March and April, but for seven months. Mm-hmm. Uh, or you can take a pill where you wake up in May and it's we're out of the second wave, in between the second and third wave. Well, obviously, I want to be awake. Oh. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Is it 
Is it weird that it's not that obvious of an answer for me? Yeah, it's hurtful. No, well, we would both take it in my scenario. You wouldn't be missing What about me. the animals? They would also take a sleeping pill. So we'd all May. just be sleeping. We'd all be sleeping. <laughs> People would come over every... We'd have someone come over and like turn us <laughs> in our beds and like change our bedpans and diapers. Mm-hmm. And, oh my uh, God. <clears throat> like we have our dog walker. He could do that. Like we'd give, <laughs> Ew. Okay, give him a raise. Stop? It's, I don't know why it's giving me anxiety thinking about that. We'd give him a raise. He just needs to flip our bodies on he's, occasion. He's pivoting his business. Yeah. He's like, I'm a dog walker slash body pivot. Uh, just flipper. like a booze company started making hand sanitizer, our dog walker is going to start being <laughs> a uh, bed sore a, prevention. Uh, a body flipper? <laughs> yeah, body flipper. Bed sore prevention. Uh, oh, director. bed sore. Gross. He comes over, flips us. Uh, reads us a story because we can hear him. The doctors assure him. Comes out, reads us a story, maybe puts on our favorite show on the TV, flips us, gives us a sponge bath, pets the pets, (sighs) brushes them, and then leaves for another 12 to 18 hours. Changes uh, changes our our sheets. Okay, literally just lost four viewers (laughs) while you're talking about this. Uh, I don't know. It's so gross. I'm just, you know, it's, uh, I'm an opportunist. Mm-hmm. Opportunist. Opportunist? Opportunist. I think it's opportunist. Wait, what? Hello? Is this <sighs> thing on? Borat is coming out with a second movie. There's a oh, second Borat I 14 years one. later. Really? You never saw Borat? I don't think I would like it. Good, Good point. I'm trying to think if you would like it. I don't know if it's up funny. my alley. It's very funny. I mean, I mean Sasha listen, Baron Cohen is a genius. Well, obviously, I and I know that and I acknowledge it. But you know, like you can acknowledge that something you know is something is good, but it's just not really your taste. Have you tried it though? You haven't seen. I know. I know. No, uh, but you'd I might. Find, you'd I find might. some stuff gross I'm or sure, annoying, probably or eh? annoying. Yeah, but it's really funny. Yeah. Anyway, there's a second Borat coming out, and f- and people were because this is the nature of his films. He does these, you know, f- fake interviews and whatever. So he uses people, yeah, in in his movies. So um, he's been seen around. Sasha Baron Cohen, of course, we're talking about, mm-hmm. dressed up as uh, Borat, driving around doing stuff, filming scenes, and the name of the movie was leaked. It's called Borat Gift. Of pornographic monkey to vice premier Mikhail Pence to make benefit oh my recently diminished nation of Kazakh Kazakhstan. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the name. Once again, Borat colon gift of pornographic monkey to vice premier Mikhail Pence to make benefit recently diminished nation of Kazakhstan. Jeez. It's wordy. It's a little wordy. But uh I'll watch it. I can't believe you know. I wonder. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to picture you watching it, seeing if you would like that. I think maybe not parts of it, but yeah, I think overall you could appreciate it. Mm-hmm. And I think, um, oh, definitely. Like, I don't like it when people are like, no, that that's shitty. And it's like, well, it's not shitty. You just don't really like it. Right. Like, as if he's gotten to this point in his career and made such a profound effect and had so much success. It's like, how can I, how can I say that he's not good? No. He's obviously good. He's obviously very good. He's a genius. Well, yeah. 
Anyway, so we'll uh, maybe we'll we'll watch that. But I don't think it's one of those where you have to watch the first one. Okay. Get it? $400 million, Jenny, for $100 million. Would you be do this podcast but restricted as to what we can say or talk about? Go ahead. What do you mean? We're doing the show. We do this show exactly the way we do it, but we're paid him $100 million. Mm-hmm. And somebody tells me I can't say certain yes. things. Um, what are the things I can't Would you say? Take, well, well, they're just uh, maybe you shouldn't talk about this. Maybe this was maybe this guest was a little, um, you know, too political. Maybe this was not fact checked properly. Maybe. Uh, so how uh, how long is my contract? Indefinite, I believe. Oh, I don't like that. If I could just do that for like, say, I have a, I don't know, a three year contract. And I get a hundred million dollars, and I'm restricted on what I have to say. Um, not huge restrictions, of course. I would do that. Well, Joe Rogan, I bring it up because uh, I mean this is kind of last week's news, but doesn't matter. We haven't. He, uh, I don't know about it. So as you know, he has closed a hundred million dollar deal with Spotify for hundred million. Yeah. So Spotify is the exclusive provider of the Joe Rogan experience. All of the. Uh, Everything, his catalog, every episode. It used to be available on all podcast platforms and primarily on YouTube for the video content, but now it's Spotify for $100 million. But no one saw this coming, I don't think. So then when they started, uh, you know, loading up his uh, catalog to Spotify, some employees had issue with some of the episodes. Certain things were done that weren't factually correct. Um, some maybe transphobic things or ideas were supported on the podcast or guests that uh, perpetuate transphobic ideas were, were on the on the podcast. And so Spotify employees have threatened to go on strike or leave if um, certain episodes were not censored. So what they want to do now is <clears throat> either... Uh, ban certain episodes altogether mm-hmm. or uh, include some fact-checking notes with episodes or censor certain episodes that cut out parts of it. Okay, I changed my answer. And um, so, because it was the you Wild West the facts. before. Yeah, you didn't b- give the facts before. Before, Joe Rogan could do anything on his podcast. I mean, it was he just started, it all started organically where mm-hmm. he just started recording and people listening. And then, but now that $100 million is involved... Okay, I want to change my answer. Go ahead, Jenny. Um, I didn't get the context of if you were Joe Rogan and you had that many people. Like, I, th- I was picturing us right now where we're on the ground floor of a really fantastic podcast. Well, why would they give us $100 million for ground floor? I know, but you just it was just a, one of those scenarios. Because right. sometimes you'll, true. you know, you can ask outlandish scenarios. That's it's kind true. of fun to do that. But... Um, if I was Joe Rogan, okay, I'm reading this book, which I really, really love. It's called The 5 A.M. Club. If you guys are interested in reading uh, a new book that's inspiring and you're kind of wanting to get up early, it's like this special time of the day. Anyway, um, I don't, I genuinely feel like I've shifted my priorities in terms of like Joe Rogan has enough money the way his podcast is going right now and he can say whatever he wants because he's in charge of the whole thing. Mm-hmm. That is way more... He doesn't need more money. Like, I don't... I, I've changed my tune on... Like, 
Like I know that with more money you can do really good things. So it's not just about being greedy or or being power hungry. So what would you say to Spotify now that this has come up after you get the the deal signed? Would you say take your hundred million? I don't want it. Yeah, probably. Really? Wow. And you know why? Because um, at the end of the day, he doesn't need need that much money. And the reason his podcast has been successful is because of those things. Right. I don't know. Mm. Jay, Jay wants to know, when does Julesy shower? You know what? Last week I tried... Uh, forget Joe Rogan. Last I know. Week. No, no, no. I'm sorry. I, I know I was guilty of that. <laughs> Last Let's week continue. I- <clears throat> Let's continue with Joe Rogan, and then we'll answer that question after. Such a random time. Well, that's why I, I don't want you to keep on drilling me about that. <laughs> Just oh, let's I'll keep move on. on. Dealing, yeah, right. <laughs> let's move on. All right, I'm moving on. No, I I think that um, I really the more I read this book, it's really you know how like you read the right book at the right time, and it's just like you can't get enough of it because it's just talking to you yeah. like about things that you really need to hear at that given moment. I just feel like money is so um, it's so great, and I love it, obviously. But it's so, like, how much does one person really need? For $100 million, if they told me, here's $100 million, you have to upload all the episodes to Spotify, and from now on, you can only go on and read the phone book. I'd be like, done. Well, I know, but we (laughs) all know you don't have, like, for a guy that I, like, I thought had great character, sometimes you will just do anything. $100 million? You, I would let anybody, uh, pretty much anybody, censor me for that money for short term, I guess. I don't know, or would it be forever? Remember, remember when (laughs) there was that Walmart commercial and this really nerdy white guy was rapping um, a song about shopping for Christmas presents Mm -hmm. at Walmart, and I was, I blushed on behalf of him because I was so embarrassed for him. And I said to you, would you do that commercial? In a second, of course. I mean, I, we <laughs> don't have, have to go no down this road again because we have on the podcast oh, about what I would do befo- for money. Once before. No, no, I know. But yes, I would do all of those things for and money, including... Um, censoring yourself. Yes. I would just uh, yeah, talk about Spotify for an hour every well, day. Well, you could do a lot of good things with that money. So that, that's <clears> what's... Uh, I mean, that's what's, that's what's tricky. And also, who decides what's what's wrong to say on a podcast? Who set, Who decides that? Woke Spotify employees. Yeah. I just... If you know... Like, I don't know if Joe Rogan's a good person or not, deep down inside. But I think, like, ultimately, if you're a good person... Like, I've said the wrong things. And I don't mean it. But I truly believe I'm a good person with the right motivation. So... If you have the right motivation and the right intention and you're a good person mm-hmm. and you make a mistake, aren't you allowed to make mistakes? Yes, you are. And then just kind of like, uh, but it would be hard to, to have that. I like uh, every once in a while on stage as, as a comedian and every once in a while on this podcast when we're talking, when you're in the moment yeah, and you have this flow it's so much fun and people connect to that and then we enjoy it. But if you always have to have this little voice always worrying that you're saying the wrong thing, 
Yeah. It's really hard to have that purity and that authenticity and that connection, you know, because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. then you're always worried about what you're saying is wrong. But the, so my point is, if you're a good person and you say something wrong, shouldn't we also quickly forgive someone and know that they're just trying to do their best and we fucked up? And also times are changing so fast with like so much is changing. It's not even just technology. It's it's this um, this. uh open-mindedness to understand other people and you know people being transgender and and calling people um that you know they instead of he and she and 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 it's not I'm not making fun of that I'm just saying it's a new thing for everyone everyone even the most woke people right I don't think anyone thought you'd make fun of that no I know um yeah well so the answer is (laughs) no (laughs) <laughs> uh, right <laughs> Mark Cuban is also in the news again No way, what'd he do? Way Mark Cuban, billionaire from Shark Tank And owner of the Dallas Mavericks mm-hmm. Of course mm-hmm. Worth $4.2 billion Love He um he stopped at a uh, Dallas gas station and saw former NBA player Delonte West, and um, he's now homeless. What? So he picked him up. Yeah, he actually played for the Mavericks in 2011 and 12. This guy's only 37 years old. He's homeless. No. Drug addicted. And uh, Mark Cuban... Um, That's so sad. Kind of uh, saw him there and picked him up. It, it, Took him with him and uh, reached out to his family. And uh, his family's been trying to get him to go to drug rehab for a while. I guess he's now he's open to it and Mark Cuban is paying for it. That's so, so nice. There's a feel-good story for you, Jenny. That's really nice. Mark Cuban. Drugs. I hate drugs. I love drugs. Oh. <laughs> don't. <laughs> That's the thing. They're, they're fun. That's the issue with them. No, I don't find them fun. No. But no. This is these are the cutting edge topics that we discuss <laughs> on the Julian Dion show. Are drugs fun? Yay or nay? <laughs> For a hundred million dollars, would we? Able you to- are such. You're so full of poop. You told me already that the very best thing in the world is to be sober. It is, but okay. it's, I'm not saying drugs aren't fun. Sober is better. Drugs are still fun. Mm. In a short, you know. Are drugs fun? Comment below. Tell me <laughs> if you think drugs well, are yeah, fun. Well, yeah, of course. That's why they're a problem. If they were not fun, people wouldn't lose their entire homes to it. Like, I've never done crack, but it must be incredible. Like, for you to take a hit and be like, oh, forget my family and home. I could lose all those things to this. I don't care. <laughs> no? No. Too real? Yeah. I don't know. Do that, you? That poor uh, football player, though. To think uh, that that can... Player. Or basketball player. To think that that could happen. Mm-hmm. Eh? Yeah. Like 37 years old. That's like, what, one year older than you? But again, that's that's what I mean no, about... No, dr- you're going to be 37 this year. <gasps> Are you 37? On Sunday. Oh, my goodness. So mm. you're the same age as that guy. Yep. Wowie. So oh. you're going to be 37 on Sunday. I sure am. It's exciting. And by the way, last week after the show and this week uh, so far before the show. Hmm? When I shower. Come on. Daily dose. All right. Get the news from coast to coast. Daily 
God. At the end, me, me, me. Here's your daily dose for today, Tuesday, September 29th. So, uh, my first story was to talk about the Quebec um, red zones and such. So, Locked we're going to be. Version 2.0.0. Get six feet away from me, or I'll kick you in the bum. Get six feet away from me, or six feet in the ground. Yeah. Oh my God, that got dark. <laughs> it's a pandemic. We're super <laughs> contagious. <laughs> We're not going to make it through the winter. Ah, okay, okay. No, but mainly because of bankruptcy and mental health. <laughs> mental health. It got all deep. Yeah. I, by the People way. People lose their homes. Okay, by the way. is done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Actually, I was thinking about that. Like, This is really scary. Okay. Uh, oh, shit. We're d- screwed. Yeah, go ahead. I feel like I, I thought of, I know we're doing the Daily Dose, but I was thinking about the CERB. Like, now that they are closing restaurants again, what are people supposed to do? Yeah. I, and us too, like, performers. Like, I have a, starting to get booked, but then no one's going out right now. So what the hell are we, it's almost like they should, I'm glad they did CERB, but can they really end it now while people are still not working? Like, it's insane. It's all over. It's And, and I know people who are trying to find jobs right now, just so happens that they were out of work at the wrong time, you know, changing jobs and everything, and now it's so hard to find a job. And anyways, that sucks. But um, I was, (laughs) when I posted and shared shared the show on my personal page, I said, uh, let us be a shining light in this dark Hmm. time. Or at least let's bond on what's shitty. And so, you know, I think Let there's... us make this time darker even for you <laughs> by know. highlighting the realities and the... I don't know. Horrific so, grip it has on... Yeah, go ahead. Sometimes I'll do shows like that are crappy and I kind of like knowing that they're not good and then all the comics bond on that and we all have an experience. It does make it better. It's kind of yeah. like a support group. But anyways, blah, blah, blah. So it's a very loosey-goosey daily dose today because some of the stuff we've already covered when off the top of the show. And as uh, you viewers and listeners know, we don't really talk about uh, we want to make it organic so we don't talk a lot about what we're going to be talking about so sometimes it overlaps with Daily Dose so it's going to be a short Lucy Goosey one today. Good morning she's Lucy I'm Goosey welcome yeah. to the June and Dion Lucy Goosey hour mm. where we're all loose all goose all the time <laughs> Goose morning Oh my god goose morning Imagine you loose trademark ahead. that Okay. Um. <clears throat> so the COVID-19 uh, virus has killed over a million people worldwide now. Sick. So the reason I bring that up is because that's obviously an incredible amount. And I know there are, um, are you know, the population of the world is huge, of course. But what's interesting that I think is important to point out to all those people that say, yeah, well, the flu kills that many people. No, it doesn't. Globally, the World Health Organization, I looked it up, estimates that the kill the flu kills 290,000 to 650,000 people per year. Right, and that's a year. We're we're 6 months into this thing. Good point. GP from JD High. No, 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 it's true yeah, though. No, I, know. I never it's... thought about that. Even if it was the whole year, it's still a lot. But yeah. there's we're only we're only like 6 months in, like you said. Hmm. So to all those people who say that, 
In your face. In your mask covered face. That is one thing actually the Quebec government said yesterday. All protests now masks are mandatory. Love it. And there's a lot of anti-mask protests, anti-social distancing, anti-lockdown protests happening all over Quebec. So it'll be fun or fun. None <laughs> of this is fun. Interesting to no, see if... No, uh, this is fun. Would you imagine I'd be watching the protest? Oh, fun. Yeah, they are watch- uh, wearing masks. Mm-hmm. Oh, fun. That one isn't. I sent you uh, some pictures if you wanted to show oh, them. Oh gosh! But you don't have to. Oh, for crying out loud! There's a picture of the uh, a map of Canada showing the cases that I think is oh. quite illustrating. Literally. So, yeah, like Quebec has. So there's total cases in Canada, one hundred fifty-five thousand three hundred and one, and seventy-two. 1,651, so almost half of those, or approaching half, are in Quebec. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Second um, I know, is, like... Like, we're right... Even though... We're lucky, though, we're tucked away, but... Um, yeah, Quebec and Ontario are the worst. And it's so funny. I mean, Quebec is the worst, by far. And all these anti-mask and anti... Like, f- freedom-fighting protests like can you not see how it's i know anyway i'm sick of all of this and we're moving to new brunswick because new brunswick has oh that sounded like part of the song yeah i know oh i did that I know. <laughs> but new, good new, for you thank wow. you i'm so proud um in new brunswick there's 200 cases that have happened entirely compared to the province we live in 72 which 000. is seventy-two thousand four hundred and fifty-one more None of it. Zero. They don't want... The Callaway is having want. none of it. Ah, you beat me to it, you little niche. Looks like the places to live right now, hot places, are Northwest Territories and none of it. Yukon, 15. P.I. I wonder if Yukon is shamed because it has 10 more cases than the Northwest Territories. Negligent. Always mm-hmm. another, so negligent, Yukon. Another great place to be, uh, P.I., they're all tucked over there in yep. the island. They've only ever had 58 cases. Mm. Um, yeah. Anyway. What? Is that the Daily Dose? No, no. Oh. No, not quite. Not quite. Uh, just one moment, please, everyone. Do not be alarmed. There we are. Okay. Um, this is uh, a loosey-goosey, like I said, loosey-goosey Daily Dose. Um a bag of cash was found at a Tim Hortons, mm-hmm. and they're looking for the owner. So the Mounties in Coquitlam, B.C., are looking to return a bag of money found at a coffee shop to its rightful owner. Police say a man left the bag of money behind at Tim Hortons. What are we talking here? How much? Kish. Let's see. Well, it's got to be the number one question on people's mind. I know, and no one's saying it in the... Uh, in the maybe that's partly why they don't they don't want to say how much it is because maybe that's part of finding out who the person if it's the right. We should owner. call and be like, "Hi, we lost between six hundred and eight thousand dollars cash." <laughs> like the right, it says the rightful owner will need to answer some specific questions from police to ensure the money is returned to the right person. So that's probably one of the things is the amount. We have twenty dollars. Oh yeah, the Mounties want the owner to describe the amount. Mm. Denominations of the bills. Uh, 
Twenties and fifties between six hundred and eight thousand dollars, police officer. <laughs> the denominations of the bills Can't and remember. the brand of bag that had the money inside. Excuse me. I wonder if I wonder if you were one to call in and say it's yours and just take a guess. It was just in a, get, it was a would you but would IGA you get in trouble? Yeah, but eight thousand dollars in twenties. No, would call you get, back. Would you get in trouble though if it was completely wrong and you were just taking a stab? Uh, no, they would just say, no, that's not it. Goodbye. It says North Vancouver RCMP. You think they would be like, hold the line. That's not correct information. We got to get to the bottom of who you are. Well, they, if Maybe. you're lying about it, North Vancouver, because yeah, that's like stealing. North Vancouver RCMP were able to return the envelope of money to its rightful owner. Ooh, but, now we know it's an envelope. But oh. not before more than 50 people tried to falsely claim it belonged to them. 50 had that idea. <laughs> it's a yellow legal envelope mm. and it's $3,000 in 50s. No? Shit. All right. It's um, <laughs> it's a Loblaws bag with uh, $1,100.54 <laughs> in unmarked. Uh, 20 though why are you pu- fi- pushing it <laughs> oh is God. that fake yeah <laughs> so here's a good news story All just right. to cap We're things back. off we are back a uh, landmine detection rat isn't Uh-oh. that cool that rats can do that mm-hmm. whose work in cambodia has transformed the lives of the country's citizens he's been rewarded with the gold medal from a UK charity for his life-saving bravery and devotion to duty. Aww. How are we so mean to animals? Like, they have all this capability. I saw that rat story. You did? Well, while every single news outlet was talking about Trump's tax returns, Fox News was talking about this rat. I like it, though. Megawa is an African giant... Mega taxes. Go, sorry. I'm I'm really really, obnoxious. Yeah, you are. And you're interrupting... A lot. Non-stop. Uh, Megawa is an African mm-hmm. giant pouched rat uh, trained to detect landmines by the international nonprofit Apopo. Apopo? Yeah. Fuck the Popo. Mm-hmm. He has discovered 39 landmines and 28 items of unexploded ordnance to date, making him the charity's most successful hero rat. During his career, he has helped clear over 141,000 square meters of land. Make, that's the equivalent of 20 football pitches. Pitches? I know. That's what it says. Pitches. 20 football pitches. I don't know what pitches is. Making that land safe for local people again. Pretty cool, eh? Mm-hmm. We should be nice. And then poor rats. Poor rats, actually. They get a bad name. Uh, they've had it good for too long. Hey, you keep interrupting. Sorry. Jeez. <laughs> So but sorry. they're so they're actually cute and everybody's grossed out by them and scared of them and we test like we test like medicine and Shampoo. makeup can i not chime in now at all like you're taking that a little too far no I, can, I can't say anything now every time i mention something you're gonna like zip up it's just so much well, i can't put input now at all of course but it's so much well geez okay i get it you made your point but oh my god Feisty. Go uh, yeah. Anyway, that's your daily dose for today. Oh, Jenny. Daily dose. That's daily great. Dose. Get 
news from coast to coast. Uh-huh. Daily dose, daily dose. All your news from coast to All coast. All the news and headlines from Jen Grant. All right. Oh, Scott said pitch is a soccer field. Good morning. Oh, football <laughs> pitch, like uh, not not American football. Ah, got it. Us Westerners. Thank here. God for Scott, eh? Yeah. Thank God for Scott. Thank God for Scott. Excuse me. I'm really gross this morning with my bodily functions. Let me just do this real quick while I have you on the line, Jen. Okay. While I have you here with me, let me just remind you that this episode, once again, always and forever, is brought to you by Gringo's Blazing Sauces. That's right. Go to Gringo's BlazingSauces.com for some of the best hot sauces, barbecue sauces, salsas, and charcuterie jellies that you will ever taste. Trust us, we're pepperheads, we know. Our fridge is full. Fill your fridge up. Gringo's Blazing Sauces. Local artisanal hot sauces, handmade with only the best, freshest selected ingredients. Doug Knight, chef by trade, and his wife Laura are obsessed with finding the perfect balance between heat and flavor, and they nail it every single time. It's not all crazy heat. It is. Packs a punch. It also has tremendous flavor. Yuck. I use the word tremendous. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> go to gringosblazingsauces.com. It's, uh, they ship all over North America, but it's free shipping for orders over $40 in Canada. Also, listeners of this program get an additional 5% off by entering promo code JD5 at checkout. JD5, that's right, gets you 5% off. Gringosblazingsauces.com. Shut up and go there. Nah. Do so yourself bossy. a favor. Mm-hmm. I'm bossy and interrupt you today. Mm-hmm. Gringos, Blazing Sauces. Yeah. They're good. All right. Mm-hmm. Anyway, sorry for interrupting so much, I guess. Mm-hmm. You over me? No. Are you sick of me? No, never. I'm feeling it. Mm-mm. No? No. Um, there's a couple comments on the stuff oh, we've been talking about, but whenever away. you're ready. Do, like, do, do it. Do you have any th- so ideas? No? Any ideas? No. Do you have any other uh, stuff you want to cover before I go to that? Yeah, yeah. No, but go cover cover the comments. Well, I can always wait. Okay. So, <laughs> Shelly says, Mom and Dad quit fighting. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. When did we fight? What was the fight about? You kept interrupting. Oh, I'm so annoying. On. And then and then you said something and then you're like, I can't say anything ever. <laughs> That's your voice. Jay says drugs are boring. I agree. Eric says I'm too much of a control freak to do drugs. I think that's probably my issue too. Maybe we should all like send the, our loyal listeners um, a little bit of mushrooms in the mail and then we could all trip together. Ugh, yuck. <laughs> I know. Laura says, my kids call me Nancy Reagan. Just say no. That's what I was raised on. I was raised on that too, but... Backlash for me saying, tongue-in-cheekly saying drugs are fun. Mm -hmm. Except you didn't... It's not really that tongue-in-cheek. I think they felt that... Yeah. I think it depends on the person. Right. Right? Mm Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't appeal to me. I like having... Well, you like having a couple drinks too. I like having a couple drinks and just relaxing. I find it just relaxes me. Like I'm wound tight. I'm right. wound tight. Yeah. I can Angst. be, yeah, I can be, I can't, I have the tendency to be wound tight. I'm not always wound tight, but I'm like, I, um, I think I'm a little like Eric. I'm a little bit controlly. Like I, and not in a mean bitchy way, but more like, 
I like to know what's going on. I yeah, I hate that feeling of out of control. Like I hate that feeling of um being scared for that, no reason. Yeah. And some people like it. Like I remember we have a friend. I was talking to her about it. And I said, "Oh, I hate that feeling of being scared and out of control." And she's like, "I love that." And I'm like, "That's <laughs> so weird." I, I know. Acute anxiety. I just love it. Yeah, I just I don't like that feeling. Yeah. Um like I did uh, acid once, once. Yeah. And I'm so not an acid person. I got pressured into it. My friend was like, come on, it'll be fun. I'm like, no, I can't. <laughs> She's like, come on, don't worry, I'll be there for you. And of course, I'm in my 20s, so naive. And acid is like a six hours of no control. At Sorry least. I interrupted. No, no, it's okay. It's true. Um, and, and she's like, I'll be there for you to like help you if you have any issues. And naively, I'm like, oh, okay. Actually, that made me feel better. Meanwhile, she's also going to be high on acid. So, yeah. Yeah. When your chaperone is also dropping. Yeah. And she was the type that likes freaking herself out, you know? Mm-hmm. She's the type back in the day when she would be like a, an emo. Like she she always wore black. Her yeah. her bedroom she decorated it like she had like skulls and she likes she was a dark person that liked being dark. I don't know if she did it for attention. You know when you're in your twenties, so I'm I'm like this dark person. No one understands me. <laughs> yeah, it's like oh yeah. yeah, we understand you. You want attention? No, just kidding. I don't know. I just I don't like freaking myself out. I don't like scary movies. I just. Yeah. So if you had the choice, I am like this. I Blair Witch Project or Meth? Just kidding. <laughs> Blair Witch. Because you said I know. Jeez, everything's taken so seriously today. <laughs> Blair Witch, obviously. Oh my God! <laughs> you can't control my reactions. I know, I know. I'm just teasing you. I'm just in a teasy, light, fun. That's that's me today. Like we're the. This, sorry, yeah, that's just the. I'm just a fun-loving person. I apologize. Mm-hmm. All right, that's me. I get it. That can be a little over the top, but I just like fun. Mm-hmm. She's Lucy. I'm Goosey. Or she's <laughs> Goosey. I'm Lucy. <laughs> yeah. The Lucy and Goosey show. All right. Is that it for comments? Yep. Oh. Say so. Say so. People chiming in on the drugs. Mm-hmm. I think so. I think that's all. Everybody just saying good morning. The uh, Trump got a. Th- I know people hate when I talk about Trump, but sometimes it's just going to happen. He got a. Th- he's uh, nominated for a third Nobel Peace Nobel Peace Prize nomination. No, <laughs> yeah. no. For his doctrine against endless war, endless war. Oh my God. I think that's all I wanted to talk about today. That's all I had on my list. Joe Rogan. Blinkist. Have you ever heard of the Blinkist app? This sounds like I'm doing a commercial. I'm not. But it's <laughs> you, re- you can read books in about 12 minutes. So no. it, gives, it gives you the the bullet points of books, like the, the key points. That sounds like something you'd like. Uh, well, I'm looking into it. It was like I, I saw this list. And it, they pitch it as like top CEOs read 30 books a year. Don't have the time. Like... At, like you know, be like a top CEO, and but wouldn't that be so insulting as an author to have your book like yeah. take, take your book and just abridge it? Like ah, this the rest of the stuff doesn't really matter. Totally, it took you a year and a half to write, but here's what we think is important, and then they cut it down to these thirteen or fourteen minute audiobooks. I know it does. It is right up my alley because uh, so I'm going to read a couple books today and see how I'll report back tomorrow. 
Because I keep seeing the ads on my Facebook. Do it. uh, And you know what's cool about that is that you, I mean, there's so many books written in 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 life that how could you possibly read all the books and that's when i think that that's good like some books you you're gonna want to savor you're gonna want to really read it all and enjoy the process of it taking a while Mm -hmm. but then others maybe you just want to acquire some knowledge like just the message real quick and because you can't possibly read every book in the world yeah take you too long so yeah that's kind of cool. What about learning a language? If they could do something like that. If could do it that easy. Yeah, that would be great. Hmm. Remember when I was trying to improve my French? What happened to that? I don't know. I got bored. Well, I wonder how well those apps actually work. I th- well, it was. I thought it was working pretty good. Duolingo, if anybody's tried it. Hmm. I did like it. I, th- I thought it was pretty good. And I think what's nice about it is if you just did like, um, you know, five minutes a day, Yeah, it actually does make a difference. And everybody has five minutes a day, but that's, and I, that's part of the book that I'm reading too. He says, if you, um, if you improve just 1% every day in a year, you've improved 365%. It, that's the thing that most people have a hard time with is small changes consistently yeah i always do that that's my thing these radical changes overnight like at night i'm like okay tomorrow i'm changing all of my bad habits i'm starting the day i'm going for a run i'm doing all this and it's like this huge thing i set for myself i'm like that's it tomorrow Mm -hmm. fresh clean slate and then i never do it then i feel like a failure and then that compounds into just like well what's the point of any of it or a lockdown version 2.0 may as well just give up yeah it's true definitely and you're not alone thinking that way that's how most people think and if you give yourself less less of a expectation like at less of a goal yeah and then you achieved it you'd feel so much better because you're like well i did what i that's why they say you should only do on your to-do list you shouldn't do too much because do what you really think you can do and then and then Ticking it off your list makes you feel so good. Yeah. It's like a dopamine rush. Yeah, that is true. It does feel good there. I like that. That's good advice. Just mm-hmm. keep a little nice, simple to-do list and get your hits that way. Yeah. But if you just do 1%, like if you improve yourself yeah. one per- I thought that was a real ha- aha moment. If you improve yourself 1% and stick with it, that's mm-hmm. the part that's challenging. Um and you really, really stick with it in in a year. That's when you see, like, um, I was part of this weight loss group thing. Which is insane, but go ahead. Why? Weight loss. <laughs> well, even, you know, even though I don't have... It, I just want to be my, my best best. Mm-hmm. And um, also, weight can creep up, eh? Like, e- even though I'm not heavy, I just want to be yeah. aware of it. Anyways... But people who have to lose a lot of weight, who lose like a hundred pounds in a year, that's what they're doing there. They're just making small, consistent choices right. every day. And he said, if you do that, just small little things every day, you can make a huge difference in your life. I love that. Huge. But it's just it's just the small things. And it makes it doable. But the hard part is consistency. Yeah. That's 
That's what people struggle with. But if you uh, get good at it, it's not so hard because then you're just, that also is a consistent thing is being consistent. I love this. Maybe we should end uh, every show with a little bit of advice. <laughs> no, it's great. I actually think I'm not being. You know me. I'm cheap. into this. I'm like I a. I know, and it's it's good. I'm a personal. We personal, started off grim. Yeah. But we ended up. I'm a personal development junkie. Self help. I love it. I think a lot of people are, and people are embarrassed to admit it. Uh, well, I'm not. Uh, I was listening yesterday to Howard Stern, and Chris Rock was on. And uh, Howard asked him if he reads. He's like, you know what? I have been the last few years. You know, if I really. And he goes, what are you reading? <laughs> and then I could tell he's trying to come up with something other than self help. Mm. So he, uh, who did he mention that he was reading his book? It's like a celebrity like biography, but he just mentioned the. And then Howard's like, self help is like yes, a lot of stuff. But people are embarrassed to to say that. I wonder why. Well, I don't know. It's I'm like, not. I know, me neither. I love it. I find it's changed my life doing that. It really does, and it's but you gotta do it. Like action. It it's gets like, addictive though. Yeah, that's right. Following through. All right, Jenny, well, what do you say? Oh, I think it's a good time to end a Rooney. I love it. I love it, and I love you. I love you. Well, uh, welcome to the show. What am I saying? <laughs> Thank you for listening, everybody. We appreciate it. This has been our Tuesday edition of the Julian Dion Show with Jen Grant. We'll be back tomorrow, Wednesday, as we are live Mondays through Fridays on YouTube and Facebook at 7 a.m. Eastern, then available on demand wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to subscribe, share, like, and comment, and all that stuff. Yeah, thanks for doing that. We appreciate it. We appreciate you. We Enjoy, really do. Uh, oh, review it. Review the review, podcast. That's right. Review. That would be awesome because oh. you know a lot of people. Uh, I know you got. I know. I know people like this show, but you don't necessarily go and review it. If you reviewed it, you don't understand how happy it would make us. Makes a big diff. Huge diff. in our world. Uh, thank you, everybody. We'll be back tomorrow for a hump day, garbage day. Yeah, Betty. <laughs> yeah, that is. All right, everybody. Enjoy your day, and as always, watch your head. You spend your life looking for what you already got. Such a beautiful waste of time. Waste of time. A beautiful waste of time. A beautiful waste of time Just a waste of time The whole world wants a piece of my head But they all get a piece of my mind instead I roll over and go back to bed It's such a beautiful waste of time